0: Fair ke manch par honge Ranbir Kapoor, Kareena Kapoor Khan, Karthik Aryan, Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, aur Sara Ali Khan ke electrifying performances. To ho jaiye for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday 18th February 9pm. On ZT- the Johnson Wax Program with Viver
1: McGee and Molly. Makers of Johnson's wax, Johnson's car new, and Johnson's self polishing blowcoat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. letters have come in recently giving us new items to be mentioned in our department of new and unusual uses for Johnson's Wax. One woman writes, I've just finished waxing the brickwork around my living room fireplace. Now it looks so beautiful, and I know it'll be much easier to keep clean. Tell this one to many of your listeners. I will indeed. And I know that any of you who have brick or tile around your fireplace will find this suggestion very helpful. You can use either the paste or liquid Johnson's Wax. The job takes only a few minutes, and the benefits last a long time. Here's another item I like. A woman in Illinois says that she always uses a little of the regular Johnson's wax on her electric light switch plates. When these are painted in light colors, you know, they're apt to show dirty fingerprints quickly. The wax protects them and makes cleaning easy and adds just one more touch of beauty to your home. I hope you'll all try these new protective uses for genuine Johnson's wax. They'll help you take better care of your things and save you work. Both very worthwhile today. Well, it's a raw, windy spring day in Westville Vista. Just the kind of day a man likes to stay indoors with a pipe and a good book. Or, in this case, a nickel cigar and a copy of Flash Gordon comics. <laughs> the lady of the house is occupied with a dress pattern. As we meet, Fever McGee and Molly.
2: So Flash ups
3: to him and he says, uh... McGee,
2: I'm so exasperated. What about? All this dress pattern. Oh, I can't gosh. seem to figure it out. It's been so long since I made a dress for myself, I'm all out of practice.
3: I thought you could buy dresses about as cheap as you could make them.
2: Well, not quite. Anyway, we said we'd buy war bonds instead of Easter clothes, didn't we? So I have this material, and I bought a pattern for 35 cents.
3: Hmm. Let me see it. See? Hmm. This don't look so tough. All you gotta do is lay the pattern out on the cloth and cut around it.
2: Oh, is that all?
3: Why, certainly. That's a cinch.
2: Look who's talking.
3: Huh?
2: I saw a sock you darned once. (laughs) (laughs) You bunched it up around the hole, and you tied the string around it and pounded it down with a hammer. (laughs) That
3: was an emergency. This is simply a matter of intelligence, just a little... Oh,
2: dear. I suppose you could work out this dress pattern in nothing flat.
3: Why, certainly. Less than that. And with one eye tied behind me.
2: All right, go ahead. Huh? Huh? I said, go ahead. You've got the job. Oh, hey,
3: now, wait a minute. I merely said I could. After all, a man... You mean you
2: refuse to do it when you know how and I don't? No,
3: no, I'm not refusing. I just said a man... Oh,
2: then you will, oh, you darling. I could just kiss you for that because... Now, I... wait
3: a minute. Wait a minute. I'm no dressmaker. I was just trying to point out... Oh, that...
2: I'm so glad I married a man who could do things. Huh? Oh, you're so sweet to promise to do this, McGee. Now, you I'll get wait. started while I run up and get the scissors and the pins and everything. I'll
4: be right hey, back and... Hey, wait!
5: Oh... <sighs> Well, I'll
3: be... This is going to be one of my bad days. Why can't I keep my big, busy, fat, loud mouth shut? I got about as much business cutting up dresses as Doolittle has riding the subway. I can get myself in the morgue. Come in.
4: Oh, hi there, Johnny. Kind of breezy out, ain't it? Yeah. Haven't been pushed around by the wind so hard since the march in the parade last Fourth of July. There
3: wasn't any wind that day.
4: There was where I marched, Johnny Right in front of the tuba player (laughs) What you doing?
3: Well, if you must know, my nosy friend At this moment, I am old Joe Butterick (laughs) I am Mr. Modiste in person I'm an unstrung harper from Harper's Bazaar And when I do this, that ain't B for victory That's for (laughs) Vogue
4: What you talking about, Johnny? What you sore about?
3: I'm sore at myself I stuck my neck out, and when I hauled it back in, I was wearing a horse collar.
5: <laughs>
3: I get myself into more jams than Cross and Blackwell. You
4: want to buy about ten shares of stupidity? I just cornered the market. No, no, no. Take it easy, Johnny. Well, gee whiz. You better tear up your red stamps. You're eating too much meat. <laughs> Look, you see this dress pattern? Huh? I
3: just elected myself to make something out of it. And me that don't know a reet pleat from a stuffed cuff on a freak frock. <laughs>
4: You're in a bad spot, Johnny. I'll say so. Sorry, I can't help you out. Just pull your way through, kid. Maybe you can figure out where the bodice is buried.
5: (laughs) (laughs) If Bessie was here... Gee, how are you getting along with it? Oh, hello,
4: Mr. Oldtimer. Hi there, daughter. Understand Johnny here is going to help you with your new dress. Yes. Well, he's just a kid that can do it. Oh,
3: pipe down, will
4: you? Oh, you'll make out all right, Johnny. I knew a kid once much dumber than you, that used to make all his own neckties. I was one of his pallbearers.
2: Heavenly days, what happened to
4: him? Made a novelty necktie out of rawhide, daughter. Went out in the rain with it. Sun come out later, dried the rawhide and strangled him. (laughs) We seen him getting red in the face and keep pointing to the necktie, but we thought he was blushing and asking our opinion of it. (laughs) We just stood there smiling and nodding at him, Till the poor fellow was gone <laughs> Well, good luck, Johnny So long,
2: Well, let's get at it, McGee Or rather, let you get at it no, no, Now, here's a paper, pins, and some scissors And a blue pencil
3: uh, well, Will let's... you
2: need anything else?
3: Yes, a good swift kick in the... No No, I guess not Now, <laughs> well, let's see First, I better read the instructions Says to put the rink on the farm Oh, I'm so so
2: proud of you, dearie Imagine a man being able to do this
3: Hey, we got a bias A what? A bias (laughs) Part of this has got to be cut on the bias Oh, never mind, I'll cut it on the floor (laughs) More room anyway, now let me see First, I lay out the material.
2: Yes, and you better pin it to the rug, McGee, so it won't slip.
3: Yeah, I was just going to. Hand me a thumbtack.
2: Why don't you use pins?
3: I always use thumbtacks for this stuff. Holds it flatter.
2: My goodness, I never would have thought of that. Oh, but sure. we haven't got any thumbtacks, dearie. Use them all in your warm ass. Well,
3: oh, for the love of my care. Come in.
2: Doggone it, sis. Look what you did. I had this
3: pattern all laid out, and you had to open the door and blow it all over the place. Oh. Why don't you go where you're lo- I mean,
2: why don't you be more? What do you want? Oh, don't be so grouchy, McGee. She can't help it if it's so windy outside.
6: Or inside either, for that matter.
3: Well, gee whiz, how can a guy concentrate with a 40-mile gale blowing through the joint?
6: What you doing, mister? Hmm? What you? Hmm?
3: I'm, I'm, I'm cutting out a dress. And don't go blabbing it all over the neighborhood.
2: <laughs> what difference would it make? It's no
6: disgrace to know how to do things.
3: It's a disgrace to have people think you know how to do certain things better than you do.
6: Well, maybe I can help you, mister. Now look, if you put some plackets under the arms, the problem won't well, stand the tag of time and give you enough camadin to put a kick plate in the skirt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know that much, sis I'm no dumbbell (laughs) What was it you wanted?
5: Well, I wanted
6: you to help me build a model airplane I got all the stuff Oh,
3: I'm sorry, sis I haven't got time today Come back tomorrow
6: (laughs) Okay But have you got time for a poodle?
3: I don't know well,
6: what is it? Yes, and make it snappy. Well, why is an elephant afraid of a mouse, huh? Well,
5: why is he?
6: Because the elephant has a trunk, uh-huh. and a trunk has three trays, and three trays beats two pears, and pears grow on trees, and trees have bark, and so does a dog, and a dog is man's best friend, and your best friends won't tell you, and neither will I. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Forget,
2: McGee, allow for a zipper on
3: the skirt. Don't worry, I got it figured in. I also got a place for another one. Where? Right across my big, noisy mouth.
4: <laughs>
3: Next time I talk myself into a woman's job like this, I'll... Hey, are you sure we haven't got any thumbtacks? No, we
2: haven't, dear. Well,
3: I'll have to call the drugstore and have Kramer send a couple over. Hand me the phone. Here. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me Kramer's drugstore on the corner of Merch. How are you, Merch?
2: Oh,
5: dear. How's
3: <laughs> a little thing, Merch? Says a... Eh? What's say, eh, Merch? Your grandfather... Got clipped on the puss.
2: Oh, good heavens. What happened, McGee? He got
3: stuck 40 bucks for a Persian cat that was only worth 10. (laughs) What's say, Mert? Yeah, that's what I thought. Never mind. It wasn't important. Thanks, Mert. (laughs) Kramer's is busy.
5: Well,
2: listen. (laughs) You can use pins. Now, here. Here's the pattern for the front.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Well, let me see. Hand me a couple of them safety pins there.
2: Okay. Come in. Hey, now, watch out for the
5: stuff. Don't let it go. Hey, about you?
2: Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, my goodness, Abigail Luffington. Hello, darling. Uh, how do you doing, my dear? And, Mr. McGee. Uh...
3: Hi, Eppie. Excuse me, but would you be so good as to hand me the back of my skirt?
2: The what? He's lost the back of his skirt, Abigail. Yeah.
3: It's... Good heavens, the back of his skirt? When?
2: And and what have I to do with it?
3: It's in your
4: hat. In my hat? Yes, in your hat. <sighs>
2: I beg your pardon, Miss
4: McGee. I did not come here to. Be now, concerned. now,
2: Abigail, you don't understand. McGee's laying out a dress pattern for me, and when you opened the door, the pattern for the back of the skirt blew up and landed on your hat.
5: Oh, oh, oh I see. Oh, here, oh, oh, yeah, Miss McGee.
3: <laughs> Thanks. Pretty embarrassing the way a fellow's skirts blow around, isn't
5: it? <laughs> well,
3: let me see. A panel under the arm here. Well, on, you... on
2: earth! Here. Now I had no idea you were so versatile, Mister McGee. <laughs> Did you ever learn dressmaking? <laughs> <laughs> he never did, Abigail. He said that anybody with brains could make a dress, and since he admits he has brains, I'm letting him do it. Yeah,
3: and it's a cinch, girls. It's a cinch. In fact, I'm thinking of opening up a tailor shop after the war. Get Fred Nittany from Starved Rock, Illinois, to go in with me.
2: <laughs> Say, uh, where did you know this Fred Nittany, McGee? I've heard you speak of him so often.
3: I was in vaudeville with Fred. We'd done a blackface act together, me and Fred. <laughs>
2: McGee's always loved Vaudeville, Abigail. Even when he was three and four years old, he was putting on blackface and
3: playing minstrel shows. <laughs> really? Yes, sir. I was an actor at heart for my second year. I got so obnoxious to my father, he took me out in the woodshed and beat it out of me with a hickory stick. And for years afterward, I was known as the hickory-cured ham.
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Happy.
2: Uh, yes?
3: I almost forgot to tell you. You know, I think you got the right spirit. Why, McGee? You know, I told you... She worked all day long in her victory garden yesterday. I saw you out there a half a dozen times yesterday. In her old clothes, she was. And that derby hat. And I never saw you looking so healthy and happy, Effie. Uh, Mr. McGee, I was not in my garden yesterday. No? That was my
4: scarecrow. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all those patterns, moon yes. all over the place. Help me get them together, Molly. All right, That's
2: the Dad red. Now, listen, when you get the dress all cut out, you can slip it on while I see how it looks.
3: Oh, no, you don't. Not me, baby. I may not be bright, but I'm no dummy. Anyway, you can't fit your dress on me. Wouldn't prove anything. You and I don't throw the same shadow.
2: Well, my goodness,
5: it would be just... A... What the
2: hell? what the hell? Hello, Hello, folks. Hello. Hello, Mr. Wilcox
3: Hello folks Says he in that Jolly good fellow way <laughs> Why don't you knock Before you bust Into people's houses Junior Look what you did To all these Dress patterns
1: Blew them all Over the room Oh I'm sorry I really am Molly I didn't know You were
3: working On a dress
2: I'm not McGee
3: What he is? Yes, I am, and I don't want to hear any wise cracks too, either. Oh, I wasn't going to crack wise, pal. Well... If a fellow likes to
1: make dresses, it's none of my business. Everybody's entitled to a hobby. Why, well, I know a guy who spends practically all day long polishing his car. Doesn't need it, but he loves to do it because he says he gets such a kick out of using Johnson's car new. These with which it's applied and wiped off. The double job it does in both cleaning and polishing. Well, he's never gotten over it.
3: Well, don't look at me. We haven't got a car. Well, I know that, pal.
1: I was just saying how Johnson's car new does impress people. Yeah. They can't get over how it cleans and polishes in one simple, easy application. Uh-huh. How it protects and preserves the finish. These days, when you can't just run out and trade in your car for a new one.
3: We haven't got a car. No. <laughs>
1: but they know. They know you can trade in that dust and road grime for a nice, dazzling, shiny <laughs> polish
3: by using car new.
2: Say, how did we get on this subject?
3: Oh, leave it to Junior to throw in that businesslike touch. I'm getting so I can't look at his map without trying to find Racine, Wisconsin on it.
5: <laughs>
3: well, I won't bother you any longer, pal. Look,
1: if you get to where you want to get out with the men folks, come on over to my house and bring your crocheting. We can
3: sit on the porch and rock.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Why
3: is that big? One of these days, he's going to hear "Take me one too many,
2: and I'll clack his cravicle. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Crack his <laughs> And
2: I wouldn't if I were you. <laughs> you know, Mr. Wilcox is an old polo player. Yeah. He's in pretty good condition. So what's
3: polo? Hockey on a hay burner.
5: <laughs>
3: Badminton on a burrow. Golf at a gallop. Anybody who has
2: the least... McGee, what's the matter, I yield? Why, you're white as a sheet, to coin a clever phrase. McGee, say something.
3: Hi. Hi. Is there... Is there a safety oh. pin on the floor near my feet?
2: No. No, I don't see any. Oh. Not anywhere near round. Then I...
3: I swallowed it. What? Get a doctor, quick. I swallowed a safety pin.
2: What makes you think you did?
3: I had it in my mouth, pinning patterns. When Wilcox... Oh, get the doctor, quick.
2: Heavenly days, maybe I better lie down on the couch. No, steady. no,
3: no. I, I don't dare move. It, it mm. might spring open in me.
2: Oh, oh this is terrible. Hello, oh. operator, quick. Uh, Give me Dr. J. Ramsey Gamble and the... No, 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 Myrtle, not now. Get me the doctor.
3: Tell him to bring a small cork. Maybe I can swallow the cork and turn a few somersaults (laughs) get the cork stuck on the end of the pin so I (laughs) can... Hello,
2: doctor. Mrs. McGee, my husband swallowed the safety pin. What? No, he wasn't. We haven't got a baby. No. Well, hurry right over, Doctor. Thank you. He said lie well, quietly, McGeeley got here.
3: What do you think I was going to do? Organize a softball team? Oh,
2: why did I ever say I was smart? Why,
3: why did, did I... I ever get myself into such a difficulty? Oh, my
2: goodness, hmm. the doctor got here quick.
7: Oh. Come in. What's the door? Hey, hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Mr. McGee. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mr. Wimple. Oh, hi, Wimp. My goodness, what's the matter with Mr. McGee? Well, he swallowed a safety
2: pin, Mr. Wimple.
7: He did? Does he like safety pins? No, I don't like safety
2: pins.
3: I swallowed it inadvertently. Oh.
5: (laughs)
7: If there's anything I can do for him, I'm on the way to the drugstore anyway, Mrs. McGee. No,
2: no, thank you, Mr. Wimple. The doctor's on his way over. He says he just has one stop and he'll be here.
7: If it's Dr. Gamble, he's stopping at our house first. Is your wife sick, Wimple? Who, sweetie face? (laughs) Oh, no, Mr. McGee. She's as strong as a horse. Stronger, even. Stronger? Yes. She was riding horseback yesterday, and the horse threw Sweetie Face over the fence. Ooh. So Sweetie Face came back, picked up the horse, and threw him over the fence. Well,
2: then why is Dr. Gamble coming to your house, Mr. Wimple?
7: Oh, one of Sweetie Face's wrestling and boxing students needs medical attention, Mrs. McGee. What kind of medical attention, Wimple? Oh, Sweetie Face gave him a rabbit punch... And for two hours, he's been sitting on the floor, wiggling his ears and twitching his nose. And his eyes are pink, too.
5: Oh,
2: how sweet. You know, she ought to keep him like that over Easter.
7: The trouble with Sweetie Face is, she knows her own strength. Mm -hmm. Are you sure I can't get you anything at the drugstore, folks? No, thanks, wimp old man. Won't be any trouble. All I'm going for is to get some gunpowder. Gunpowder? Yes. I use it to brush my teeth with. What's the idea? It's the only way I can shoot my mouth off around our house. <laughs> well, I hope they find a pinkie box. Black...
1: The King's Men and the Song of the Merchant Marine.
8: He-ho, my lads, he-ho, it's a long, long way to go. wind, braving the sea, fighting a dangerous, oh, he ho my lad, hee-ho, let the sea roll high or low, we can cross any ocean, sail any river, give us the goods and we'll deliver down the submarine, we're the men of the merchant marine. I've carried guns to the Solomons and bombs to Tripoli. I've carried wheat for the boys to eat from Nome to the Cold Sea. I've sailed with planes to Liverpool and Leningrad with tanks. I made it flew to Ireland, too. With a regiment of Yanks, I've burned my with the deck plates heat and frozen with the cold while dodging subs in rusty tops with nitro in the hold. Heave man, Tee-ho, let the sea roll high or low We can cross any ocean, sail any Marine
2: we'll, be there. well now the doctor ought to be here any minute, Miggy. How do you feel? I
3: I don't know. Kinda numb. Have I have I been unconscious?
2: Yes. For about ten minutes. Oh. And it was the loudest case of unconsciousness I ever heard. (laughs) Did you swallow a safety pin or a sawmill? (laughs) fine
3: thing. Here I go make myself an object of ridicule by trying to help you make a dress and all. Say,
2: incidentally, what'd you do to that pattern? There's some pieces of it I never saw before. Well,
3: maybe some of them got torn, too, when the wind blew them around. No,
2: no, I don't think so. Huh? There's one piece of pattern that's shaped like no part of me that anyone ever told me about. (laughs) (laughs) Several of them are... Come in. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Hello,
0: Mrs. McGee. Well, where's the human scrap pile?
3: (laughs) Oh, you think you're going to have to operate, Doc?
0: Now, 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 stop shaking, McGee. Swallowing a safety pin isn't necessarily fatal, you know.
2: Oh, do you think he really swallowed it, Doctor?
0: My goodness, I almost hope so. Oh, you hope so? Yes, I've just invented a new instrument for extracting swallowed objects. I call it the Gamble Grab. I'm awfully anxious to try it out on somebody.
5: I've
0: been buying the little boys in the neighborhood marbles all spring, but nothing has happened yet.
5: Take
3: off your pants, McGee.
8: You
3: you don't understand, Doc. I I didn't sit on it.
8: I swallowed
2: it.
3: Stop arguing. Take off your pants.
2: Now, listen, don't look like that, McGee. Your purple shorts are an old story to me. Do what the doctor said. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, What was he doing when he swallowed this safety pin, Mrs. McGee?
2: Cutting out a dress.
0: Cutting out a dress? What were you doing, playing pool at the
2: Elks? (laughs) Well, he was doing it for me, doctor. He said there was nothing to it if a person had brains, so I... Okay, doc,
3: you want to examine me?
0: No, I want to examine the pants. Huh? Hmm, just as I thought. Here's your safety pin.
2: Heavenly days, where was it?
0: Where I usually find things men think they've swallowed. In the cuff of his pants.
2: (laughs) Boy, is that
3: a relief. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry to brought you clear over here on a wild goose chase, Doc. (laughs) Oh, wasn't a wild goose chase at all, my boy.
0: (laughs) My bill will still be $7.
5: Fine. (laughs) Fine.
2: What do you
3: mean, why, certainly? He didn't do anything,
0: to he. Oh,
2: now, listen, don't pay any attention to him, doctor. You know, he's so relieved at finding that safety pin, he doesn't know what he's saying.
3: Oh, no? Well, I ain't paying any seven bucks for having a pin took out of the cup of my pants. That's robbery, then. Now, look here, you ungrateful little nature faker. If you think I enjoy neglecting some really sick people to take care of a hypochondriac like you... Who's a hypochondriac? You are! (laughs) Is that so? Yes, that's so. It is,
4: huh? Yes,
2: it is.
3: (laughs) Hey, Molly... What's a hypochondriac?
2: It's somebody who always has imaginary ailments. Is that right, Doc?
3: Certainly.
0: You're as healthy as a goat. You've never called me yet when there was really something wrong. You hear that,
2: Molly? Yes, why?
3: Because he's just admitted he's been charging me for treatments when there was nothing the matter with me. I'm going to report him to the American Medicinal Association for Malnutrition. You mean malpractice,
0: McGee.
5: <laughs>
0: you can never get me on
3: a malnutrition
0: charge. <laughs>
5: Hey,
2: doctor.
0: Why couldn't he? Because I'm thoroughly fed up. Good day. <laughs> Cut
5: <the
3: door>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I gave him a good scare at that, didn't oh, I? Oh, <laughs>
2: sure. He's frightened out of his wits. <clears throat> now come on, McGee, help me make sense out of this pattern. Look at this piece here. Oh, no, that's part it. of
3: the insert that goes under the. No, it isn't easy. Is there a number on it? All the pieces are numbered.
2: Yes? This is B 17. <laughs>
3: B-17. Well, that can't go next to B-18 because that's part of the shoulder. Hey, what's this one here?
2: B-38. Hmm. <laughs> Doesn't fit any place. Look at the shape of it. McGee, I'm sorry I ever asked you to do this for me.
3: You're sorry? My gosh. Uh... Say, there's about 12 more pieces of this pattern than there was when I started. Did you add some? No,
2: I didn't, but it must make sense somehow. Let's piece them together and see how far we get. Okay. This oh,
3: goes on. That easy. won't go on top. You no. can't fit these... There's... Oh, I give up, Maggie. It's hopeless. I'm darned if I know what happened. If you ever got that thing together and wore it, you'd look like you were going to a costume party at the wreck of the Hesperus. Almond. The... Oh dear, come in. <laughs>
6: McGee. Sis,
3: I told you once today I'm busy. Now, beat it.
6: You won't help me build my model airplanes, mister?
3: No. Well, then can I, can I please have my parents back? I left them on the floor when I was here the last time.
1: There are three places in your home where you might very likely be using linoleum. One, of course, is the kitchen. The second is the bathroom. A third is the front entrance hall. All three of these spots are apt to have extra heavy wear, exposed to dirt and dampness. Two of them are your frontline trenches against the weather and wet, muddy feet. Good linoleum is ideal floor covering for such places. And Johnson's self-polishing blowcoat is the ideal way to keep such linoleum clean, sparkling, and long-wearing. Glowcoat, as you may know, makes linoleum last six to ten times longer than if it were unprotected. That's important today when replacements of all things are more difficult. Glowcoat also saves you hours of cleaning time. It takes no rubbing or buffing. It's completely self-polishing. Dirt and spilled things wipe up in a jiffy. If you're not already using Johnson's self-polishing glow coat for all of your linoleum floor coverings, I suggest that you try it.
2: Well, McGee, thanks to you, I'll have to wear an old dress next Thursday.
3: What happens next Thursday?
2: Heavenly days, have you forgotten? Huh? We're visiting the craft music hall.
3: Oh, my gosh, how could I have forgot that? Especially after that swell telegram they sent me.
2: Oh, what was that? You didn't tell me. I didn't?
3: Oh, it said something about how glad they'd be to see you, and in my case, how the biggest cheese of all goes to the craft music hall. <laughs> I thought that was pretty nice. Oh,
2: you did,
5: huh?
3: Yeah, don't you? Oh, I get it. Good night.
5: Good night, all. <laughs>
1: Of Wallace Wimple and the Old Timer, heard on our program, were played by Bill Thompson. This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson Wax Finishes for Home and Industry, inviting you all to join us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This program came to you from Hollywood. This is the
5: National Broadcasting Company.